Welcome to Sports BKC, the Kansas City Stars Daily Sports Podcast. It's Monday, June 8th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Well, I think we've exhausted our stories about lists. Last week, we posted the top 10 heartbreaking moments in Kansas City sports history. This after the top 25 greatest moments. And a week earlier, columnist Sam Mellinger unveiled his list of the top 50 people that shaped today's area sports scene. But before putting a lid on the stories, I wanted to chat with a person who helped with the cause. Randy Kovitz, who covered several sports beats at the Star from 1981 until he retired in 2015, was a consulting voice on these endeavors. And I wanted to chat with him about the final products. So here we go, talking greatest and most disappointing moments in Kansas City sports history, what we got right and what we missed from the person that covered many of them, Randy Kovitz. What were your general impressions of both the greatest moments, and I'm assuming you've seen the saddest moments, it hadn't been in the paper yet as we record this, but it will be, I hope, fingers crossed, it'll be in the paper sometime, but you've seen it. Um, I, I, I respect your opinion as much as anybody's in town because of your experience, and you worked at the Star since, what, 1981? Yes. Did I have that right? covered a lot of the events that we've talked about in here. And um, so how, how, on a percentage basis, how much did we get right? Well, I thought we got 90% of it right. Um, I covered so many of those events, although since in the five years since I retired, the Royals won the World Series and the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and uh, nobody in town has covered as many Chiefs games as I have. Um, no, we got, we got them right. We certainly can quibble on some order of things. Um, a guy like George Brett, we could have just done 10 to 15 just on his, him. His greatest moments. So where do you rank? He's most famous for the pine tar, but obviously greatest moment for Kansas City. Which one was it? I personally, and this wasn't on the list, because you could only, I guess we only did two of George's, pine tar and... And Gossage. And the 1980 home run, which changed everything. You could argue that the Royals were still up two to one, but they weren't going to win the next day in Yankee Stadium. And then you got to come home with all the demons. So that home run on and, off and was off the off the pitcher that yes. was a, that was one of the best in the game. Yes. So um, obviously that had a rank up there, as did Pine Tar. But when I when I close my eyes and see George Brett in Kansas City, I see two pictures. Him standing at second base, holding his helmet. Behind him, the old scoreboard showing him over 400. Um, and did they win that game? I don't remember. They probably did because <laughs> they won 75% of the games <laughs> right, that year. Right. But, but just that moment on that Sunday afternoon. And then the final moment, him kissing home plate. Again, did they win that game? And I know that was a lot of the criteria and the impact of a result. Yeah. So, so yeah. And then... You know, again, not a moment, but the performance in game three against Toronto when they were down 2-0. And not the two home runs and the double, but the play he made behind third base to save a run and keep so so like I said, just George Brett, you could you could uh, make ten highlights. But I thought I thought we got them I thought we got them right. Um you could argue where Gordon's home run compares with George's. Um and again 65 toss power trap. I mean, that's iconic. And Otis's catch down the sidelines. 
you know, certainly was where it was. You know, the Wasp plays interesting because it, did, it wasn't a touchdown. No. And they were still losing after they scored. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it took a lot of San Francisco <laughs> bumbling uh, and, a, uh, and, a, and a great tip pass by, by, uh, by Jones to, to get the Chiefs the ball back. But again, we knew the play call. We don't know the, the hitch pass to Otis. We no, just we see Otis. Got the, name, the, the cute nickname for it. Yes, and we just see Otis uh, uh, high-stepping down the side. Shaking sideline. the tackle and going. So you could argue 65-power trap, and you could argue uh, the Wasp. And I tell you what, the Mahomes run might have been better than both of them. Yeah, it was on the list, but it wasn't, yes. wasn't as high. Yes, so no, I thought, I thought on the plays, except one, Blair, and you and I discussed it, and somewhere it's got to be on there. If we have to eliminate uh, a high school play that was maybe great, the three-pointer, but how many people really were there? How McRae? Oh, the, the taking slide. Taking out Willie Randolph. Slide. Again, I don't know what the situation in the game was or who won the game, and it wasn't a postseason game, but it might be the most famous play in Royals history. You have the McRae rule, and yeah. you can't watch a televised game where there's that questionable, was it interference? Did the guy make contact with the bat? It's all because Hal McRae dumped, dumped Willie Randolph in the left field. And it also symbolized the way the Royals played the game in the 70s. That's the way McRae, Brett, Wilson, Cowens, Frank White, all of them, even little yeah. Patek. That's the way the Royals played the game in the 70s. And I think that, that needed to be in there. You know, let's go back to Brett for a minute because mm-hmm. I, I think you make really good points. The, the him standing at second base, taking the helmet off, and the other one, um, uh, oh, kissing home plate in '93 when he finished. Those are two of the great photographs. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. And and when we talk about images and moments, they they are snapshots, right? And I, I I think that's a really good point that uh, maybe you look at. You know what are the iconic photographs, and what because certainly one of the reasons number one on our list was which was sixty five toss power trap is there was because Hank Stram happened to be mic'd up that day, and it became it became iconic. Otherwise, you know it's a great moment, it's a touchdown in a Super Bowl like the Otis Taylor touchdown in the Super Bowl, but the fact that they you know it, it became what it became and. Heck, the Chiefs production company is named 65 Toss Power Trap. So I think those are good points about George Brett and um, and, and the photograph. I, I just can see as, as you were as you were mentioning those, and neither one of those made our top 25. But as you were mentioning those, the thing that flashed into my mind were the photographs right. of, of those moments. And I think that should be part of the you know qualifications for these. Do you remember the image of that moment? Yeah, I mean, Damian Williams' touchdowns in the Super Bowl were both better, <laughs> both better than Garrett just going off tackle and following Mo Mormon and Fred Arbanis, and the Chiefs totally manhandled Minnesota all day. You and me could have scored on that, but it was you know. Hank sending that play in, and, and, and Leonard not even, we didn't even practice that play. And you, you got that right, Gloucester? And that's, that, that's, all, that's all, you know, mic'd up, and that's what made it so romantic. Yeah. And um, so we, but we did uh, include on the top 25, let's stay on the greatest, mm-hmm. the greatest moments, mm-hmm. 
Um, there were some college and some high school moments as well. The high school moment, I should say, mm -hmm. the, the Derek Hood three-pointer mm -hmm. that sent the Raytown game mm -hmm. uh, into, into overtime. Uh, it was the first three-pointer that Derek Hood had mm -hmm. made that year in front of 10,000 people in municipal. It was a heck of a moment. We've mm -hmm. talked to Howard Richmond about mm -hmm. how, how big, probably the biggest mm -hmm. moment in high school history mm -hmm. for, um, for, for Kansas City. But, you know, in the, in the, uh, in the college realm, I, I, it was tough to come up with after the Chalmers shot, basically, and the Orlando Blackman shot in, you know, that won Kansas State the second round game in, in the NCAA tournament, it really was kind of difficult to come up with you know, just those moments, those snapshot moments for the colleges. Did, did, did you think of any others that, that uh, now remember, keeping it on the, on the greatest, and because we can, we've got plenty of disappointments right. and sadness, but right. on the greatest moments for KUK State, Mizzou especially. No, I, th I thought of, remember when Missouri beat Kansas on a last-second shot? It might have been Quinn Snyder's last win. Who, who made well, that basket? Well, that was the, uh, was that the, the, the um, uh, Tate? Uh, yes. Uh, Corey Tate. Was in, that him? In 97, when, when Missouri beat, to upset top-ranked Kansas. It was Kansas' only loss until they lost to Arizona in the right. NCAA tournament that year. And I remember Mike DeArmond going to class the next day with uh, with him and, and all the adulation. On, and sadly, I think that was Quinn Snyder's last win. I think. Uh, no, 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 no. That was Norm. Norm was still the. Uh, well, they beat him. I remember. Oh, there was there was also a, certainly a game where. Kyle. Uh, yeah, I can't remember oh, his name either. I'm sorry. He's driving. He, he, I can't remember. This either. makes for bad radio. <laughs> but 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 uh, it was Quinn's. I remember Quinn and and uh, his assistant uh, Melvin Watkins embracing on the on on you know and and you thought that might have been the defining win and then all of a sudden things went uh, right. But 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 no, I do remember. I, I remember that one. I'm old enough to remember Theo Franks' shot in 1969 that beat Kansas 47-46 in Old Brewer Fieldhouse. But but no, yeah. you know there were. Yeah. I thought about this. There were there were there are a lot of those games that were never televised. Right. You don't have images That's for right. last second shots. And yeah. There was a game in '62 where KU beat K State in four overtimes in Kansas City, and it was a last second shot that did it. And right. there's. All we have is a headline, basically, right. for that, and no right. images. But uh, um, let's let's go back to baseball for a sure. second, and I want to just the Gordon home run versus the Brett home run. You make the point that the Royals the, now they were up two zero with the Brett home run off of Gossage. They were up two zip. That series, the way that it was structured, that wasn't ever going to come back to Kansas City. They would have played three in New York if if the Yankees had won that oh. game, and. Um, I've talked George Brett on a on a podcast earlier told us that he thought that one of the reasons the Royals didn't beat the Phillies in the World Series was because once they beat the Yankees, they felt like that they had conquered the the, the mountain, right? Or yeah. And so I just think I was pushing for the Brett home run to be higher. I think it was sixth on the list. And yeah. I was pushing for that to be higher. I don't know if higher than 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 Alex Gordon, but certainly higher. But did you see the story that came out just a couple of weeks ago that the uh, the, the uh, one of the Mets players said that they think they win the World Series if Gordon doesn't hit the home run? So I'll tell you what for for a city market our size to have two sort of iconic home runs not a bad deal. Well, I see that too, but it was Game One of a best of seven. You know, <laughs> wasn't even Game Three of a best of five. So so yeah, that would have been. 
tough to lose game one of the World Series at home, but the Royals have overcome 3-1 deficits before. Right. And so I, I think... Twice a year. Yes. So I think that would have been sad had they lost that game if that ball, you know, hey, what happens if Esky doesn't hit the inside the park home run to start the game? You know, so that, that's the only thing. If, if Gordon hit that in game five, you know. Yeah. Later in the, in the, in the series. But... You know, they're both great moments, and, and yeah, maybe like Sam Mellinger says, Gordon may have a statue of that home run uh, outside the stadium uh, one day. So you can't argue with that. All right, well, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about the flip side of this. We didn't do as many as 25 mm-hmm. moments. We just did 10 because, mm-hmm. look, they're, they're bad memories, mm-hmm. but they are part of, the, part of the history of Kansas City sports, and we'll be back with Randy Kovitz right after this. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Star's award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. All right, back with Randy Kovitz, and we're talking uh, lists because that's what you do when there are no games to cover. That's we're doing summer stuff. You know, Sam Mellinger did his top 50 influential people uh, in Kansas City sports. And then Pete and I worked on the top 25 greatest um, moments list. And Pete helped me and Sam, everybody. And you, you helped with uh, the top 10 most disappointment list. These are the types of things you do usually in the, in, the head, in, in the dead of summer when football hasn't started. And really all you have is baseball and soccer going on and you're looking for things to do. Well, we've been kind of looking for things to do for – you know, since mid-March. And so we're doing these lists. And thank you for helping on them. Um, so let's let's shift gears. We talked about the the, uh, the top 25 greatest moments. So I, I thought, you know what? Memorable moments. We kind of got into a little discussion of what exactly a memorable moment was. But Pete and I decided, let's keep the top 25 mostly good moments. And then I'll do a list of the uh, the other moments that were, that were memorable in the wrong way. And I had as the number one uh, moment the 1995 Chiefs season playoff loss where Lynn Elliott missed three field goals and um, and the last one was the 42-yarder. that would have tied the game, wouldn't have won it, but would have tied the game, sent it to overtime. And the reason I, I chose that one, I didn't cover the game. Uh, I just remember being here and feeling the not just the sadness but the anger anger of Kansas City Chiefs fans after that game and um, and, and that that continued for a while people were pissed off about losing that game and Elliot of course that was it for him I mean he, he couldn't come back um, but you were there and it, like I said you covered more Chiefs games than anybody um, what do you remember about that night, that game? It was, I say it was a night. I, the well, the saddest thing about that was it was such an unusually, and even this is funny to say, out of seasonal temperature in January, but it was. Because the week before, 
The week after, were your mild 45, 48 degree, sunny, cold games. But this was bone chilling. The field and, was frozen, right? Yes. So, so it was just, it was, it was just the, the just such poor luck. Colts had a plane at two. Blanchard made one field goal. I think he missed one too. Um, so, but but the Chiefs only scored seven points. I mean, Bono had multiple turnovers. So didn't even finish the game. No, Gannon came in. The the great headline that we had in our paper the next year when Bono came back as quarterback, but was still playing poorly. And Gannon, Rich Gannon, that backup in Kansas City, and the great headline was "Get Rich Quick," <laughs> be, 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 because uh, everybody in town who wanted Gannon over Gerbach wanted Gannon over Bono. So that, that's future NFL MVP, Rich yes, Gannon, yes, but not with the Chiefs, right? So at any rate, the, the game was just played in just such unbelievable conditions. It was just again that was part of the Marty Carl bad luck that if it just would have been an average January, he makes all three. I mean, he had a phenomenal percentage those two years he kicked her, although he was slumping. The last, like, you go back, look at the last, like, six, have to look. six weeks of the season. That. He was slumping a little bit. People were kind of worried if it came down to a kick. So, yeah, the word you, Kat, said that captured it was anger. Why, I think 71, the Christmas Day game. Jan Stenerud also misses, doesn't miss three. He missed, he did miss three. He missed three. One, one was blocked. blocked. One. What happened was the first one that Jan missed, Hank got a little greedy and he called for a fake. They didn't need six. They needed three to maintain a two-score lead. Right. And he called for a fake. Jan was a great athlete, just like Gerald Wilson, the punter, was a right. great athlete. And they were, you know, rosters were slim then. So these guys did other things. So it was supposed to be a direct snap back to uh, the, 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 the Jan, and Jan was going to take off around one. By Bobby Bell. And Bobby. Bobby didn't get the signal or didn't wasn't sure. Said he didn't see Jan looking. So, right. Which was Jan was supposed to do. Right. Was supposed right. to sell the fake, right. and he wasn't looking. Right. So it goes to Dawson, and Dawson was surprised because he was getting ready to get off the knee to go throw a block. Yeah. And so it was a hurried kick that, that had no chance. And the third one, I've heard Bonacani talk, Nick Bonacani, they saw something in the Chiefs protection that he thought he can get to it. And he got to that. Uh, but the other one, 31 yards, With 35, 35 seconds, seconds to go that would have won the would have And won he the makes game. 999 out of a thousand times the greatest kicker in NFL history. So that was one of those games and, and, and when you define these moments of heartbreak more than any, even of triumph, I define it by you remember what you were when that happened. And Christmas was ruined for everybody in Kansas City. It wasn't anger. It was just disbelief. It's sad. A lot of sadness. Just like we talked about the 77 team of the Royals was maybe their best team. It was better than 80. It was much better than 85. Probably better than 1415. I mean, and that's why that's our second saddest right. moment. Um, the same thing with the Chiefs 71 team. People think that was be better than their the best. two Super Bowl Maybe teams. their best team. That's and, and while after the Lynn Elliott game, the Chiefs still went back to the playoffs in 95. I mean, 97, yeah. 13 and 3. Another heartbreaker that could have made the list. But the Chiefs didn't recover from the 71 loss for over 20 years until Marty and Carl came in. And even then, 
They couldn't dodge the bad karma of uh, uh, That's why I ranked 71 the, the most disappointing. But, you know, you can make an argument for both. Yeah, the, the, the Stenerud uh, miss, and, and at the time, nobody knew that was the Chiefs were in, you know, at the doorstep of right. futility for right. for the next two decades. In fact, there was excitement. They were going into the new stadium the next year, right. and everybody was coming back. But they were. They, they were aging, and it wasn't recognized that they were an aging team. Hank Stram's argument about letting that team grow old is, I got Bobby Bell. I got Buck Buchanan. I got one. Who am I going to get that's better? <laughs> he just couldn't imagine somebody else coming in and being better than Willie Lanier. You know, so, you know, you fall in love with you guys. There's no free agency back then. Right. I think in these days, you don't let a team get old. Hey, Belichick showed that in New England when he lets guys go early. So, <clears throat> so I, I think different air. But, but yeah, it fell. It came down so fast. Another little side note to what happened in the 70s, too. Dawson's talked about this. He thinks when they got into the new stadium, they got soft. He said, this locker room, carpeted locker rooms, these wonderful – he says, this is better than a lot of guys' apartments. <laughs> and, and so they, they just, they just kind of got soft in the new stadium. And, and on top of aging, uh, that's and, what happened. And, and probably bad moves and, did, yes. you know, uh, bad quarterback play, yes. bad coaching. Just, yeah, it did fall apart. And you're right, from a mm. – from a um, the effect on the franchise – you can you can draw you can go back to that game and, and say in that moment Jan Stenerud's miss was you know it magnifies the miss it does because of what happened now there was an additional um, but the game went eighty almost eighty three minutes that other thing it's the longest <laughs> game still in NFL history right and there were other opportunities to win the game and after Stenerud missed Yuprimian missed a field goal in one of the overtimes yes. that would have won the game for Miami then. But he did hit the 37-yarder to win it to, to walk off the Chiefs. Podolak had one of his – might have been the kickoff return to start overtime. Well, he had the – He had one return that he just about broke it. Well, he did. And that's that was the play. And then that was uh, – the Dolphins had just tied it. Podolak returns the kickoff 78 yards right. to set up Stenerud's yes. final attempt at yes. regulation. Yes, but he came so close to breaking yeah, that. He did. And he did. that's all he had to do. <laughs> right, right. And that was the 350-yard right. uh, total offense yes. game. It's still a record, yes. by the way. So that's probably, I don't know, next to the two Super Bowl victories, the most famous Chiefs game, right, the Christmas Day loss. Yes. Um, all right, let's, let's shift it to the Royals. You, you mentioned the 77 team, and – I just I, I wasn't here and uh, but but I was a big baseball fan then and I just remember being really awed by that team. They were beating everybody and it seems like they didn't lose after the All Star break. That was the I think that was the year they went twenty five and five in July or something. They were just mowing people down, just crushing teams, and um, uh, and then they get to the playoffs and and I thought. You know, well, they'll get the Yankees this year the way, you know, the Yankees, you know, had the Chris Shambliss walk-off, which is also part of the list, by the way. Sure. So Yankees walk, you know, walk off the, the the Royals the previous year. So the Royals will have that motivation going into this. They had the home field advantage. They had the better record. So, or maybe it was flipped back then. I can't remember. But anyway, the Roy games three, four, and five are in Kansas City. They get to game five, take a three to two lead into the ninth. So Dennis Leonard comes out to start the ninth. 
and I think it goes single walk or walk single. But the first two guys get on, and man, if you were a Royals fan and you're watching that, you had to have a big lump in your throat at that point, just thinking what in the world could happen. And three runs. I don't think the Yankees had a hard hit ball in that inning. There was an error. Anyway, three runs later, the Royals end up losing that game five to three. And, and we talked about famous photos yes. in the um, you know in the first segment. There's. There's Freddie Potek in the dugout. Uh, Joel Coleman, Joe Coleman of the Kansas City Times captured that picture, mm. and and yeah, that told it all. So is that is that the biggest disappointment for the Royals? You think in their history losing that that game? Yeah, like I said, Chambliss kind of came out of nowhere, but that was their first. Uh, and, and the Royals kind of yeah. rallied to tie yeah. that game, yeah. the yeah. three run home. Yeah, there's no there's, there's no question there's, there's no question about it. Uh, yeah, you're right. The 80 World Series, they were playing with house money. And so, no, I, I, I don't think there's any question at all. That's their biggest yeah. uh, heartbreak. Well, and then, you know, we, we, you and I talked about some of the Missouri yes. heartbreaks. And my gosh, I don't know if there's an athletic program equal to the number of bad bounces, misfortune, bad timing that has... Uh, inflicted Missouri over the years. Many great moments for the Tigers, but for whatever reason, when they have moments like this, they have nickname moments, you know? Even to this day, uh, even Barry Odom's coaching period, a couple of those losses to Kentucky yes. and South Carolina. <laughs> that, How do you possibly Where they misadministered the time before between plays and allowed Kentucky one more play to throw an impossible, and maybe there was interference on the play and they didn't call. <laughs> right. And, and, and uh, I thought of another, um, oh, even Frank Hayes with that loss to, uh, in, the, in the first oh, round. Oh, to Norfolk State. To Norfolk State that, that, that just... Yeah. It, it, it continues to this day, the bizarreness of it. But you had the fifth down. Yeah, we had a conversation about yes. this because we kind of narrowed it down yes. to the flea kicker lost to Nebraska, yes. the Tyus Edney drive, the length of the court drive, and then the fifth down game. And uh, we the fifth down game is number – I think it's number five on the list, and which is the highest of any of the Missouri or college disappointments – but you, you you think that maybe the that there should be another one is as high or higher? Yeah, I think Ty said me because that was in the NCAA tournament. Turned out they lost to the eventual champion, right? Right. UCLA. Now let me ask you: Was that a first or second round game? It was a second round second game. Round. But let okay. me. I always make the point yeah. that college sports would be different today when it comes to this name, image, and likeness story, because it all started with Ed O'Bannon. You know, his, his picture on the cover of the EA Sports game, if UCLA loses that game, Ed O'Bannon <laughs> doesn't, and UCLA don't win the national championship in 95. Wow. So, anyway, um, it, that was a total heartbreak. And I, I watched a video of that the other day, and just to, to allow Tyus Edney that much space to what, get up the floor so quickly. What that did to me was, again, we talk about symbolizing eras. Norm Stewart one of the all-time great college basketball coaches. But he never made it to a Final Four. That's his one but. And games like that, they had a, you know, they, they had several tournament games like that, as all schools do. See, that's what makes the NCAA tournament so great, is you, is, is you have those moments. And it was such a big stage. And the fifth down was so bizarre. It was so inexcusable. 
But what was Missouri? They are four and seventeen. They were, but but Vahe Gregorian makes yeah. the point that the week before, yeah. uh, Missouri had beaten Arizona State, which was a ranked team, okay. and they were bidding for their second straight win over a ranked team. Now, I don't think that in the grand scheme right. of things, that's not what it was about. It didn't change. I don't know if it changed the course of Missouri's right. season. Uh, it certainly, you know, uh, impacted Colorado. If Colorado yes. loses that game, they yes. don't they don't go to a, go on to a share of the national yeah. championship. But I think it, it, again, as we were making decisions about what what is what should and shouldn't be on the list, almost like sixty five toss power trap. This is a moment in sports history that has just you know it's never died, and it's and it's not only indelible in the you know to to Missouri fans, but I think to college football fans in general. You mentioned fifth down, and they know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I think the same is probably true of Ty Sedney. I do too, Ty Sedney. But I, absolutely with fifth down and. Um, Ty Sedney, I think, is on the staff at UCLA. Well, at least it has been, yeah. And when they've showed UCLA games and they show, <laughs> they talk about it. Sometimes the producer will have a, that clip to, to show <laughs> Derek Grimm just standing there <laughs> watching them go. You don't want to foul. Arms are up. You don't want to foul. Right. But you got and and, 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 and for, again, Norm Stewart, what's he known for? His defense. defense. It's just the guy shouldn't have. And then the ball kind of rolled around, if I remember. Right, right. I don't, I don't think it just dropped right in. I think there was a... Oh, no, there was some torture. Yes, there was absolutely some yes. torture to go and and the flea kicker again. Uh, this was Nebraska. Now this wasn't. You know, you didn't know about Colorado. They were good, but this was Nebraska. And but again, that was early in Larry Smith's uh, Larry Smith's tenure. And I remember I was pinch hitting. I was in a Missouri basketball game covering because Mike DeArmond was covering the Olympics or something. It was signing day, and Larry had a Larry had a pretty good class. They're, they're all great classes right. when you sign it, but he really did. That was kind of what got him to get some bowl games and stuff. And I remember asking him, when it's all said and done, did that, ne- did that Nebraska finish, did maybe put you guys on the map a little bit? And he kind of smiled. He didn't say, yeah. But I think that gave Missouri a little bit more of a national presence, even even in defeat. But I, I just, you know, we can argue on all night long. I, I say Tyus Agnew, you say fifth down, that's good. <laughs> either, either way, it yeah. just crushes the spirit yes. of the... Uh, yes. Of the yes. Missouri fans. Yes. Um, it's okay. Um, let, let's talk quickly about um, the, the. There have been so many disappointing losses for Kansas in the NCAA tournament. And, and disappointing because they're always a great seed. And anytime you lose as a one or a two seed before the Final Four, it's going to be a disappointing loss. But we chose the. I hope I pronounce his name right. Ali Farouk. M- Manesh. Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa guy <laughs> who, who hit the shot. Yep. Um, because we couldn't find like a single moment from the VCU loss or the Rhode Island loss or the UTEP loss. There were, you know, there, there were all moments that, uh, that that contributed to an upset loss by Kansas. But the, the Ali Farouk Manesh shot was the dagger that uh, that fell the Jayhawks. I even go back. Again, you can't find that one play. But to me, that also symbolized Bucknell. Yeah, Bradley, and and some some of those first round losses, and so yes, that was again. I remember where I was watching that game, uh, but I tell you what, when I think of Kansas heartbreak, and the thing is, the worst two locker rooms to be in are an NFL locker room, and we could talk about this in a minute after a playoff loss, and yeah. NCAA. A, a, a favored team, a top seed team, losing in the losing in the tournament. Those two had ninety seven Kansas team. Yeah. That's why I suggested maybe you added a couple to this list. 
Because that nine, when you have four first round NBA, uh, NBA picks, and, and, and one that's going to yeah. be in the Hall of Fame. Paul. Yeah, yeah. Paul Pierce, one of the greatest Celtics of all time. We didn't know that then. No, we knew he was great. We thought Lafrance was going to be a better pro than, than Paul Pierce. But when when you've got when you've got this group, and again they lost to an eventual champion, but to me that typified Roy. And Roy's inability to win the big one. Roy got to some Final Fours, right? But I just thought that '96, and which brings also '97, that '97 Chiefs team. I mean, oh my gosh. that was that might be the toughest locker room I've ever been in. Was the '97 uh, after that Denver that 14-10 again? That was one of those games, cold, cold, cold yeah, game. Bitter cold game. Not like Indianapolis, but. You know, and, and you know, Elvis Gerbach was the symbol of futility there. But they got a terrible call on Tony Gonzalez had a catch in the end zone. Back then, back then, the rule was if he got shoved out of bounds, it still counted as touchdown. And uh, now you have to have that those foot in the bounds. You, yeah. But then, and he got shoved right out after he never he was not in the end zone when he caught the ball. But that should have been a touchdown. And so. I think of all the Kansas, when I think of the Kansas ones, I, I think of that night in Birmingham, yeah. losing that really good Arizona team, uh, Miles Simon and Bibby oh, and that, oh, yeah, Richard yeah. Jefferson. Yeah. It was a really... Went good, it was a great... They went on to win the national yes, championship. They yes. beat two other number one yes, seeds along yes. the way. It was a great Arizona team. But I wish you could have fit in that, that uh, 97 uh, Kansas team. Yeah. Well, we did, the, and as I said earlier, we, we wanted to keep the, yes. these moments... Lesser uh, amount yeah. than, than the greatest moment. So, all right. Well, Randy, uh, you've been very kind to, uh, to to talk about this and to contribute to these moments. We really appreciate. It. This was fun. Let's yeah. talk again soon. Yes, enjoyed it. Thank you. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our production staff of Derek Donovan, Savannah Smith, Randy Mason, Beth Welsh, Jeff Rosen, and Chris Fickett. Links to stories that we discussed and those uh, list stories can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Hey, earlier in the episode, you heard me talk about the Sports Pass offer. It still stands, and it's a good one. 30 bucks for a year's worth of sports coverage, and that includes Sports Extra on the E-Edition. There's more than 20 additional pages of national sports coverage today. Well, here's an even better offer. Buy the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports, news, features, commentary, and analysis, the whole thing. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional news, sports, and business coverage. The details can be found at account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. That's account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. And whether it's the Sports Pass or the full subscription, you're getting and supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports BKC. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Tuesday.